SharePoint announced a new feature, Sony unveiled some hardware, and Sonos, well, they're going to the courts. Happy Friday, everybody. It is, well, it's not quite the middle of June, June 15th, but whatever. It's close enough. Middle of June. We'll just run with that. Anyway, it's been a big week on the gaming side. Uh, been some tech news coming out, and we will kick it off with that here first. So, First up, uh, Google is suing Sonos. I'm a big fan of Sonos. We use quite a bit of their stuff in our house. I just like their speakers and they're not for everybody and I know they're not the, the absolute peak of high quality, but they are really dang easy to use. But uh, back in, I believe it was January, Sonos sued Google for some of their Chromecast audio features and saying, hey, patent infringement and all that stuff. And now Google is back suing Sonos and saying, hey, you guys are infringing on some of our patents. And so this is gonna be one of those things where the lawyers fight it up for a very long time. I don't, not expecting a quick resolution on any side and we will see how this shakes out, but uh, don't cross your fingers for anything to come out like tomorrow it's going to be a while before this this all gets settled and we move on from that other things happening microsoft has cleared up some of the blocking issues if you have surface hardware notably i believe the laptop 3 and the pro 7 should be able to get the latest windows update should be coming down the pipe here um, if you go out and seek for it as microsoft calls it but the book three like or book two or no book three uh that i'm holding right here i've been saying book two for so long still not clear so still still not getting that uh things coming up on june 22nd apple is going to be holding their wwdc event but more specifically that is where they'll be doing a keynote more specifically than that that is where it is expected that apple will start to announce the transition from intel x86 chips to arm and so that'll be a big announcement be looking for how they are going to do that if you want to catch up on how apple is more than likely going to be doing this go back and watch the video from when steve jobs announced that they're going to be switching from power pc over to intel chips i bet they follow the exact same formula why would they change it up it work last time hopefully it'll work this time for them and we'll be curious to see how that shakes out obviously apple is going all in on the arm chipset and it's going to take some time i fully expect that their entry level stuff for the most part will stick with a series chips and intel on the higher end and then maybe eventually that stuff will transition over well as well if you just bought a twenty thousand dollar more mac or more macbook pro or macbook mac pro um yeah so there you go. Anyways, ARM chips, they're coming. They're the new hotness for Apple, and that is what is going on. A little bit of sad news. Computex 2020, not all that surprising, is getting canned. Well, at least I don't quite know if they're having a digital version, but the in-person Computex 2020 is not happening, which is a little bit of a bummer. I always enjoy the things that come out of that show. At the end of the day, I'm a big enthusiast. I love tinkering with my own PCs, building PCs, and doing that kind of stuff. And Computex is always sort of a, a peak of that sort of information, and we're not going to be getting it. doesn't mean the products aren't coming out but whatever. I'm also expecting to see that we will hear, hear about the RTX probably 3080 or something along the 3000 series line of chips from NVIDIA, hopefully coming out soon. And I'll be curious to see what type of performance that stuff is offering. Uh, Microsoft is also now selling the HoloLens 2 in the Microsoft Store. So if you want to go buy that, you can you can go do that and uh on the sharepoint side the, there's a new auto digest feature coming i know this might sound a little odd to some people but there's a sharepoint news widget or web part i believe as they call it and one of the things you people like to do is post news there and for up until now or it's still not yet it hasn't rolled out yet if you want to alert your users of all the things they didn't see by sending them an email you couldn't really do that easily now it's going to be turned on by default and it's going to be coming out and it's just an auto news digest widget it uses some fancy mi or ml uh, to configure out what the user has and has not read and, and gets them the right information. It also respects permissions as well. That is called the SharePoint Auto Digest and be on the lookout for that. So those are sort of the big tech highlights of the week. Um, on the gaming side, 
uh, Microsoft, I almost said Mapple for Microsoft and Apple, having a tough time with enunciation today. But Xbox is rebuilding their app. Uh, they're dumping Electron. I can only hope that Microsoft Teams will eventually dump Electron and go with a little bit more resource sensitive, if you will, application model because Electron, while great and easy to use, really likes to eat up the RAM and you have a couple Electron apps running and before you know it, your 32 gigs of RAM that you thought would hold you over for a very long time really is not. Uh, Microsoft is also sending out more uh, flight simulator alpha invites, so if you've been on that wait list, you should be checking your inbox. Hopefully you will get into the next round and if you do, you will be quite happy with what you get to play with because it is pretty, pretty darn fun. Um, I will say that. There's also a big Xbox sale going on right now. $100 off an Xbox One X, $100 off an Xbox uh, All Digital Edition, and $10 off the Xbox Design Lab controllers. This has been going on, I think, for a couple days now. But if you are needing it at a console, it's not a bad price. I mean, the big obvious elephant in the room is that there's going to be new consoles coming out this uh, fall. And so, you know, make your choice. Just remember that if you do buy, like, say, an Xbox One X, all the games and everything else will transfer up to the Series X whenever you buy it or Series S or whatever we, we end up migrating to or you might migrate to. And so there you go. Um, keep that in mind. But I think we all know that at this point. As I posted earlier this week, Project Roma is the digital delivery. I did a video on that earlier in the week. You can go check that out. And obviously, Sony had a big event yesterday where they announced this thing. Or not really announced, but finally showed it off. And so if you're listening on audio, uh, which a lot of you do, actually, I probably shouldn't have done this. Anyways, the PS5 was announced, and you can see the slew of hardware. We have a controller. We have two SKUs. We have a headset. We have a remote. We have, uh, like, a controller thing and some other minor peripherals. But anyways, two SKUs. They have an all-digital edition, which I, I think will probably knock about 50 bucks off the price point. Some people were quoting 100 bucks. That seems quite high personally speaking um, and then they have just a normal version so it's same performance you either get it with or without the blu-ray drive depending on if that is important to you so there you go how that event went was mixed some people are like hey this was great we got to see some pretty cool games ratchet and clank uh, looked pretty neat there there was a lot of good games gran turismo uh looked pretty good too although i think gran turismo and forza what are we up to forza 7 we'll probably go head to head but gran turismo has a huge following and so that's not a, that's a big win for Sony if that's a launch title, although they didn't explicitly say if it is a launch title, but you guys get the point. They showed off a lot of good games. They showed off some games of whatever. Um, it's up to you whether or not it was a good event. Mixed opinions. I think it falls pretty close, minus the hardware unveiling. Uh, falls pretty close to what Microsoft did. And Microsoft, as we all know, got drug across the coals for how they presented. And Sony did something that wasn't all that different at the end of the day. So there you go. Uh, anyways, on the hardware side very much decisive or divisive I should say whether or not you like the design I personally don't mind it um, some people really don't like it but at the end of the day it's a console you shove it in your AV cabinet and there you go so you know you can make your own choice whether or not it is a beautiful flowy design or if it looks like a 1970s VCR sort of looking thing um, the one thing I will point out is I had a, a joke in my head where it's 2016, Phil Spencer and the Xbox team are sitting around the table deciding on the budget. And they say, we have a 500 million, I'm making the numbers up. They have a $500 million budget to build the next generation console. And somebody comes in and says, we're going to put $300, $300 million into uh, performance and design. 
and then we're going to put uh, 50 million into designing the console and, and another 50 million into um, games and, and marketing and all that stuff. And Phil just goes, okay, take all the money that we're going to put on design. We're going to build a box and take all that money and give it to the hardware team so they can get more performance. Um, it's really, it's just sort of a, a meme, if you will, because Microsoft clearly just said, okay, we're going to put it in a rectangle and spent no more time doing that. And Sony clearly put a ton of time in into designing their external um, facade, if you will. Anyways, we're going to jump over to the questions of the week. Always the highlight of my week, which is favorite part on a Friday. So Kurt says, Brad, any word on when xCloud could hit other Android platforms like Fire Stick and similar devices? Well, the tricky part with Fire Stick is that you got to remember, I believe, to get into the Google Play or the, the, the store on the Fire Stick, they have to actually go through Amazon. And so I don't think Amazon will be pushing back against people using their product for xCloud, but I don't think it's also a priority for Microsoft, personally speaking. And you got to consider we the functionality on iOS is still extremely limited. You only have the Master Chief Collection. We don't even have it on PC yet, although I heard PC was targeted for June, but we will see if that actually does arrive. And he also asks, also, could Lockhart now be officially talked about and be the digital-only version to compare with the PS5 digital version? Good question. We don't quite know if Lockhart is all digital yet. I suspect that it's probably not. The reason being is... I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I was going to hedge and say, hey, to help keep pricing lower, they would take it out. But at the same time, parents and everybody else probably wants to have that disk drive there because their kid probably has old disk games and they need to get it onto the console. And so you need that value of being able to take a disk you bought for the Xbox One X or Xbox One S and be able to shove it in there and need that. I don't know. I, I don't quite know their full strategy yet for going the digital route. But there is one thing for certain, absolutely one thing for certain. With Sony putting out an all-digital version, it's going to be tough for game retailers at this point because the two major consoles that are driving that sale are now offering digital-only versions. I can't blame Sony or Microsoft. I do feel for the retailers out there that made a living off of that stuff. Um, but the writing was on the wall, and we all knew that was coming. So... Will says, hey, Brad, do you know when the first-gen Surface Hub will be getting the rumored software update? Oh, this is a lovely question. It is still running 1703, and I believe I thought it was supposed to get the update earlier this year. This is something I need to look into. Also, do you think the reason Microsoft pulled back from the Hub X was due to the popularity of the Microsoft Teams room system? Very good questions. One, first off, the original Surface Hub was supposed to get a software update, as he points out, and it is pretty far behind. Um, I heard that previously from other people, and you, I completely forgot about it until he brought this up, so I I need this is something I need to dig into. Uh, but the other reason, the reason why I believe they, I don't want to say abandon the Hub X or the original vision for the service hub is I just don't think it ended up making sense in the grand scheme of where they were going. They're looking at how companies were using it. They were looking at the popularity of the, the replacement, the 2S effectively. And they said, hey, look, we could build out this fancy system, but the market for it isn't telling us that that's what they want. While it looks good on presentations and everything else in a conference room, are people really going to need that? Uh, that's kind of where the conversation went. And so that's, I believe, why it didn't didn't eventually get pushed out the door, at least not yet. Uh, Brother Nod said, I still haven't received my discount code from Build. Have you heard anything else not receiving it? Uh, yeah, I haven't received mine yet either. So I have no clue if I'm just being impatient or something went wrong or how to even get it resolved. I don't have any good questions or, or answers for you on that one, but I can tell you that I signed up and, and walked through the non-press version of Build and I have not gotten mine yet either. Now, interestingly enough, I did get the little bill like swag box thing. So I know the address and everything else works out. But there you go. 
Uh, Kadupa says, hey, Brad, do you know anything about Microsoft's plans for the new Xbox remote camera and Xbox headset? No, I haven't heard anything about that recently. I know that Microsoft has these cameras sitting around. I don't know if they are going to be shipping them. You got to understand that Microsoft is extremely cautious right now, extremely cautious about announcing anything for the console that is not explicitly, explicitly targeted at gaming. And we all know why. We know what happened with Kinect. They put that thing in there. Um, They also know what happened with the TV-ish iterations. And so Microsoft is over-indexing on sensitivity of not talking about anything other than gaming. And so when you talk about a media remote, while I fully agree with you that it's something that needs to exist and be there, Microsoft is being very cautious. Now that Sony has come out with theirs, Microsoft might be able to say, look, yeah, we're doing that too. It's not that big of a deal. You can just go buy it. It's 49 bucks or whatever. Realistically, though, I'm hoping that they just let you use your phone because that is how I would like to turn my Xbox on and off and do everything just remotely. So personally speaking. Um, Simon says, uh, have you tried Valorant? I, I think it's how you pronounce it. Valorant, uh, the new 5v5 shooter from Riot Games. I have played it extremely little. I will tell you that I am extremely interested in it. And I, there was uh, talk about it coming to consoles, but they had to prove that the performance would be as good on the consoles as it is on PC. If you're not familiar with this title, it's effectively like a CSGO style game with extremely high frame rates, really smooth, extremely reaction based uh, type FPS. And it looks like a lot of fun. And I played it a little bit, but I'm not, I play much, a lot more games on the console than I do on the PC. And so I did dive into it. It looks really, really good uh, It from a a competitive shooter perspective, let's put it that way. We will see if it has the true test and be able to withstand the, you know, the test of time and will it stick around for a while, but it looks like it might. Um, some of the bigger names are diving into this platform pretty head first, and I'm hoping that it does come to console. I really do, especially the Series X. Looks like it should be able to run that game at a very high frame rate. Obviously, the downside being that it, they'd have to figure out how to work with a controller in that environment because keyboard and mouse would absolutely destroy a controller in that style of a game. So... I hope it comes. Uh, we will see what happens. Matt Dinah says, so how much did Sony screw up Microsoft's plans last night? Dropping two consoles with the digital uh, edition, probably 50 to $100 cheaper. I, don't, I would be very surprised if it's $100 cheaper because it, it's a it's a DVD Blu-ray drive. Those things are like 15, 16 bucks a pop, something like that. I bet it's a $50 uh, cut. Anyways, regardless of that, they will also hit two price points, uh, $499 and $549 or $549 and $599. This is far easier marketing than the uh, than the lock, the lock heart and Series X. Both consoles are equally as powerful on the Sony side. It's an interesting point. So he, what he's talking about here is Microsoft is expected to have two consoles, the Series X and the Series S. The S being much cheaper, but also lower performant of the uh, Series X. I still think that Microsoft is just going to pitch it as, look, hey, uh, if you have a 4K TV, this is the one you buy. If you have a 1080p TV, this is the one you buy. That would be the easier way to do it. Um, We'll see how they they actually come out with the marketing. But what he's talking about is now Sony just has one message. Do you want a disk drive? Yes. Then you get this one. Do you not want one and want to pay less? Get this one. There's no difference in performance. They don't have to have that conversation. And anybody in marketing knows that educating the end user is a very expensive proposition. It's not easy to do. Microsoft is going to have to overcome that challenge with the Series S and X. And so I don't think they screwed up their plans. Uh, because I think it's pretty well known at this point. And let's be realistic, Sony putting out a digital version of their console, not that big of a deal. I mean, Microsoft had to see that that was more than likely going to happen at some point. Now, were they expecting the PS5 yesterday? 
I don't know. Um, but at the same time, Microsoft already has the history. It's like, look, guys, we've already launched a digital console. We've, we've done it. We know the narrative. We know that. And they've already done the expensive education part. Now, Sony is latching onto that. Microsoft has hopefully already overcome that. And so I don't think it screwed them up. It's definitely a curveball, but it definitely did. And then he says, how much did... Did the CEO of every major game store company um, expletive themselves last night? Sony just put them on notice. Yeah, no, he's he's right. Um, game store, stores that ex exist only to sell games are going to struggle now that Sony is directly offering a next generation console that does not need discs at all in any capacity. Uh, 66 Mustang says, I'm guessing Hogan, Nicholas, Sneed, Palmer, Crenshaw, Watson, Nicholas, Spieth, and a couple others. Uh, winners of the 74-year-old Colonial Golf Tournament would disagree with your st statement that the Colonial is a trash tournament. I don't think I called it trash. I, I, if I did, I misspoke. I did. It's not a trash tournament. It is. It's. It's just not. It's not a a major. It's not the British Open. Uh, it's not the players. It's not the Masters. It's a. And it's it's not even a part of the world. Uh, world golf. What is it? The one they always have in Mexico. The World Golf, um, series either. And so. It's not a trash tournament. I'm I'm actually watching this because this is the first kind of sporting event that I have been able to watch like in real time lately. And after I finished my basement and put a huge TV down there, and now I can finally watch the thing I wanted to watch, which was the Masters, which was golf. But now I'm at least watching the Colonial. I'm watching this. I will watch most of it all this weekend. And it's not a trash tournament. It's just not as a high caliber tournament as some of the others that are on the tour. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, Ellen. Oh, <laughs> Ellen Dion, uh, have you heard any rumors of Microsoft testing a cut-down Series X APU for a Surface product? I have not yet. Um, the Surface team has kind of been doing some funky things lately, but I've not heard of that one specifically. How about, uh, I heard it on a different podcast and was wondering if you had any, heard anything about it. Not yet, but it's still probably a little early to, for Microsoft to be taking thinking about taking some of the Xbox guts and putting them into other devices. Uh, while there is a Surface event targeted for this fall, that's no surprise that happens every single year. And it's going to be probably online. Um, we'll see how it shakes out. But I think it's a little bit early to be ripping things out of the Xbox and putting them into Surface just because the timing for all that to happen would be very, very difficult. You think about it, Xbox has to lock down the hardware, lock down the drivers, lock down everything else. And it's not running traditional Windows inside the box. And then to put it into a Surface would, it would require some upheaval. Now, what would the true benefits be? That's a good question. The question being like, well, hey, could they actually just run Xbox games? I don't know if that's going to be quite there yet, but uh, it's an interesting idea. Uh, Bryson says, hey, Brad, with Apple preparing to release their plans for transitioning to ARM, do you think that the 2.5-year Head Start Windows will get, uh, Windows got, will help them lead ARM in the desktop laptop computing? I don't think so because it's more than a two-and-a-half-year lead. I mean, it's what, 2012 actually is when Microsoft really got started on that, and you can kind of see where they're at today. The thing that in, uh, Intel, the thing that Apple has that is just... It, way more conducive to allowing this transition to happen than say Microsoft is Apple is a, a relatively closed ecosystem, right? They have a limited number of hardware products out there compared to Windows. Uh, they control the they control the entire stack now, right? They own 
the chip making uh, process. Well, maybe not the manufacturing center, but they owned right the, the people making the A series. It's all vertically integrated inside of Apple. And so they have a lot better of a competitive advantage uh, of being able to build these things and then ship them and, and control the whole experience. Unlike Microsoft, who had to work with Qualcomm, there's nothing wrong with Qualcomm and, and that partnership, but Microsoft doesn't own Qualcomm. While they did call it the SQ1 and try to make it sound like their own, it's not really their own. Um, they just tweaked a few couple things and then they basically just shipped it and, and stamped their own name on it. Um, I think Apple is going to have a much better transition. They also have a much more active app development base than Microsoft, primarily because of the iPhone and iOS. And so Microsoft trying to get developers to build apps for ARM hasn't worked out so well. Apple already has a huge group already building for ARM. It's just on the iPhone and the iPad. And so bringing that over to the desktop, I believe, is going to be an easier transition. I'm not saying that Microsoft is doomed or something in, in this and that Apple is just going to walk all over them. It's more so that Apple has an easier path to success than Microsoft does. So... Um, Makataba says, if I buy a Windows 10 laptop now, will I be able to install Windows 10X once it is released? If not, I should wait for new laptops that can run 10X. So this is a really good and interesting question. There's been some rumors or bits of information floating about kind of wondering what the future of Windows 10X is. Now, we already know that they're going from a dual screen back to a single screen. We have this project reunion thing happening, and then Windows 10X is just kind of sitting out there, and it, it's in this nebulous state of we don't really know what's happening. So let me put it this way. I would not buy a laptop today with the expectation that it will run Windows 10X. I would not do that. My other point here is that if you need a laptop today, go buy a laptop today. If you're waiting for Windows 10X, you could be waiting an indefinite amount of time. We don't know the full narrative of when it's going to be released. It was initially supposed to release later this year with the Surface Neo, but that is not happening. It's definitely being pushed to at least next year. And if you really need a laptop now, waiting at least, at least a year is a really long time to be suffering with some old, poor quality hardware. So if you need a laptop now, Go buy one now. You probably have at least, in my opinion, uh, a year before you'd want to throw 10X on there. And let's be honest, do you really want to be the first person running Windows 10X? It's going to be buggy. It's not going to have all the features. You're going to be waiting for things to get updated. Uh, we don't know the state of it. And so if you need a laptop, go buy a laptop today. Uh, Triple Plate says, so if Lockhart does not have a disk drive, will Microsoft use the all digital edition subtitle or will it just be Xbox Series X or nothing else? Interesting question. But what he's talking about here. So let's say the Lockhart comes out and it has no disk drive. If you want a disk drive, you got to pay for it in the Series X. That could be a possibility that Microsoft pursues. We don't quite know yet. I don't think that's where they're going to go, but it is a possibility. I would expect them to stick with the all digital edition um, just because they, they've kind of coined that narrative with the Xbox One S. And so if they do go to route, that route, I suspect that they would keep that, that sort of a title. GameZone says, with EA Access and GeForce Now release coming to Steam soon, do you think it's possible that Microsoft will release Game Pass or xCloud there as well? Microsoft apparently had enormous success with Halo Master Chief Collection and Sea of Thieves on Steam recently. I think Microsoft would be pretty dense to trying to avoid Steam. I think it would make a lot of sense, and I don't think it's improbable to say that Microsoft would never go that route. I actually think it's more probable than not that they would. They have to find the right business agreement with somebody like Steam to make this work financially. Financially and fundamentally, it has to give like the same sort of ease of access, if you will, to the platform. It's not just you just toss your game in there and then you're good to go because of the way xCloud and it is streaming and the licensing and all that stuff. It can get a little dicey on the back end. If Microsoft, I think, can make it happen, I think they absolutely would. Phil Spencer is extremely smart when it comes to this stuff, which, by the way, he just celebrated 30 years at Xbox. If you haven't seen that picture on Twitter, he started in 1990. Well, actually, 1988, I believe, as an intern, full-time in 1990, and then we all know where he is at today. 
But Phil Spencer is incredibly smart with this stuff. He's been very prominent about getting games where gamers are. And he's not ignorant to the fact that a lot of gamers are on Steam. And if Microsoft wants to sell more games, put it on Steam. You'll sell more games. I know there's this big luscious goal of Microsoft having this game store and everybody buys games from there, but realistically it's not shaken out. And so at some point you have to decide where you sacrifice revenue. Do you sacrifice revenue on the hardware and the consoles that are, you're shipping to lower the price point? Or do you sacrifice on where you're selling your games and selling fewer of them, but trying to establish an ecosystem? It's a, it's a tough choice. And I think Microsoft has made the point that, hey, we're going to put our games everywhere. It's more important for us to sell games and, and to get that revenue. And then we can invest those dollars elsewhere. And so that is the route I think that they will take. Uh, Mr. PKI wrapping it up as is tradition for him. Uh, so it is clear that the new first and third party games are going to be delayed this year due to COVID-19. But what are we being, but why are we being held back for information on audio and headset options for the Xbox Series X? Mr. PKI must have listened a couple times here. Now, I want to point out that I have heard that Bluetooth is not going to be an option. Um, and full transparency, I believe Jez has also over at Windows Center has also heard this as well, that Bluetooth is not going to be an option. I got caught wind of it last week, um, late last week, I should say, after the podcast. And it doesn't look like Bluetooth is going to be included because it's it's not the great be all catch all that Microsoft was hoping it's going to be. So I think they're going to continue on with their proprietary uh, connectivity. And so I think that is why I'm hoping that Microsoft comes out in full transparency and says, hey, this is exactly how it's going to work in the, in the path that we are taking. I would still love for them to include Bluetooth, but it doesn't look like it's on the agenda as of yet. And so um, he, may, he raises a good point. I'm still holding off buying another headset because I want to figure out what one is going to be best for the Series X when it drops. And right now, um, right now I use the Rig 800XL, which is fine. But the problem is it has a, a, a USB dongle. And it's, it's starting to show it's not as rock solid as I would like it to be. And maybe that's why Microsoft is going their own route because that connectivity, as we all know from the controllers, is really dang good. And so what I'm waiting for is a headset that will support the new low latency features that Microsoft is introducing in the controllers into the headsets. And bada bing, bada boom, that is when I will buy a new headset. And I thank everybody for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. We'll catch all of you right back here next time.